Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Happy Human Club. I'm Soph Mosca, and I'm the host of this podcast. If you guys are new here, make sure that you guys follow me on all of my other social media. It's always linked down in like the description part of every episode. And if you guys don't want to do that, it's just at Soph Mosca on everything or Snapchat is S-O-P-H-E-R-R-R, made it in seventh grade. We don't talk about it. But today is super exciting because I am joined by two guests and I'll introduce them in a sec. But these two gals, uh, we met, well, technically I've only met one of them, but it feels like I've met both. But we started talking back in April because when I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, I had no idea what was going on and felt like my life was over. And so I turned to TikTok and both of these girls make diabetes related content. So without further ado, hi guys. Hi. (laughs) Do you guys want to go like one by one and just sort of say like your name, like where you're from, what you do, that type of thing? So I'm Liv, um, and I was diagnosed with diabetes a year and a half ago, probably, and I started making content on TikTok about it to kind of, like, help myself be less lonely and get through it, and I had also already seen Lore's content, which, like, started me up on learning how to deal with it, so she was my inspo. Um, so yeah, without further ado, Lore. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Lauren. Um, yeah, I, I was diagnosed 10 years ago in January, which is like crazy to me. I can't believe it's going to be 10 years, but I started posting on TikTok like two years ago and just honestly, I was just bored during quarantine. And then like one of my videos kind of blew up and like, I was always nervous to like post on Instagram. I don't know why. And then like once TikTok like started kind of growing, I was like, I love it here. And then I just like, met so many people and now we're just all friends and it's so much fun (laughs) love yeah it's crazy tiktok is like the place to get a following i feel like it is instagram is like impossible to just like start up but like tiktok so many people can get started on there it's really cool yeah um but okay so all of us if you guys haven't picked up on it have type 1 diabetes love that for us um so i figured it would be like fun and whatever to talk about like all of our management plans. I like, I know we have the same answer technically, but like we can just go through like what we do, because if you guys don't know, cause I think a lot of my listeners don't really know much about type one diabetes. Um, mm-hmm. but I guess we can kind of explain to them like how the pump works, that type of thing. So like I'm on Omnipod five and Dexcom G six. Are you guys both on the five right now? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. So you guys can like jump in whenever, but basically like The way it works is let's start with the Dexcom, right? So the Dexcom is a continuous glucose monitor and it basically continuously monitors our blood glucose throughout the day. Um, And it gives us like a number every five minutes, right? It's like every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. And, but of course I feel like people get so confused. My friends, especially they're like, why do you have to prick your finger still? If like, oh, so basically it's technology. So like can be inaccurate, can malfunction. And so we also have to, you know, do some finger pricks once in a while to make sure that it's accurate and everything like that. And then where the magic happens 
is our insulin pumps, which is the Omnipod. And we're all on the Omnipod five, which is really cool because it sort of works as like an artificial pancreas because it connects with our Dexcom and doses insulin kind of according to blood sugar throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So I was only ever on the five. I started on the five. So do you guys want to like kind of give the rundown of like the main differences between like the older Omnipod versions versus like the five? Yeah. Yeah. So with the, so I feel like I've been on, so I was on the, the first one was the Euros, right? I have no idea. All right. So I, (laughs) you've been in this longer than us. So, well, I live was definitely on that one. I, okay. Actually, were you only, oh, you're only on the dash. Yeah. So then I'm wrong. So I was on the dash, the, now I'm on the five and I think it was called the year. I could be completely wrong, honestly, but I've been on three (laughs) different Omnipods. So like the first Omnipod that I was on, the control, the PDM was like so much different. Like it was all just like buttons. It wasn't touchscreen. And then, yeah. And it was like clunkier. And then when I went on the Omnipod, when I went on the dash, that was like a skinnier PDM. And that was just like, I mean, there was really no difference like with the, like within the pumps or anything, like it still did the same thing, but now the five, obviously it's a lot more exciting just like what everything you just said but like yeah. now this is called a controller not a pdm so yeah i don't know <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> love yeah so like do you guys find that how is your management with the five versus the dash like do you guys think that there's much of a difference is it easier is it harder like how are you guys feeling with the five um i okay so i was i was just on the dash um okay. not the euros but sounds really so wrong <laughs> I will say like it's a lot easier in the sense that like for me my I feel like my basal rate changes a lot because either because of me being in the honeymoon phase or because I have this like ever-changing diabetes type where like (laughs) some days my pancreas works and some days it doesn't Mm -hmm. so I used to always have like these different preset basal rates in the dash and I would have to like flip through them like maybe three or four times a day or Uh maybe you know it depends but I would flip through them a lot so I like the the Omnipod 5 better because I don't really have to change anything like it'll take care of that for me for the most part that would be like the biggest difference for me though and then the fact that like you can see your glucose rate on the -hmm. controller I like that a Mm -hmm. lot and you can just click the button Laura you know what I'm talking about how like before yeah. you input it now you can just yes. click, like use glucose and then it so takes that in, into consideration when you're dosing for food right yeah yeah it's way very cool yeah I feel like I lucked out starting with the five like I don't know the yeah. the dash seemed so complex to me going like having that yeah. be my first pump so I feel mm-hmm. like the five is like such an easy pump to start with it is yeah, yeah. so I thought that we could each individually kind of go through our diagnosis stories. Like you can be, you can go in super depth if you want, or you can just be like general, whatever you guys are comfortable with. Um, are you guys comfortable with that at all? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That? Okay. Totally. yeah. So I will start with mine. I've like talked about it a few times online, so I won't go like crazy in depth, but basically um, I was having like every symptom in the book. Like I had 
extreme thirst. I was losing a lot of weight and I was getting a lot of comments online being like, you don't look healthy, but I, you know, like I had been exercising really consistently for like a year at that point. And so I was like, Oh, I'm just like, it's just like catching up to me. Like I'm just really fit. And I was so hungry, which was another symptom, Mm -hmm. but like I was eating so much. And so I was like, well, I'm fine. Like, it's not like I'm not eating. I'm eating tons. I'm eating more than I ever have. Like I'm just losing weight. So I ignored it. And like, I started kind of losing a lot of hair, but I also in the past when I had gotten really skinny, like lost a lot of weight, I also would lose hair. So I was kind of like, oh, I must be like losing hair because I'm losing weight. Didn't think of it as like anything more, but the thirst was like so insane. Like I could not quench it. And I have like a very not sensitive stomach. Like I can do dairy. I can do red meat. Like nothing bothers my stomach. And all of a sudden I'd have pizza or pasta and I'd be like ill. I'd want to throw up. I'd feel so sick. Uh, like wine did it too, just like so sick from things that never made me sick my whole life. And so I started to be like, that's strange. So I would Google my symptoms. And of course, like it was like diabetes. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't have diabetes. And like, I would panic a little bit, be like, oh my God, what if I have diabetes? But like half joking. And everyone around me was like, you don't have diabetes. Like you're, because yeah. I was uneducated. And so was everyone around me. So we were all like, you have to be born with it. Like you weren't born with it. You wouldn't, you know? And so I ignored it forever and ever and ever. And then I, so my dad's a type two diabetic and I went home because I was graduating college and I had just eaten. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer chicken tenders and fries and cookies. And I was so thirsty. And I was like, this is so weird. Like I do not feel well. And my mom was like, let's take your blood sugar. So I was like, okay. So we took it and it just read high, which so like, basically for those of you who don't know, like that probably meant that it was what, like over 400, 500. I don't know what the like little meters go up to, but uh, it just read high. And my dad was like, Oh, that's happened to me before. Like, let's, let's try it again. It might be like malfunctioning. So we took it again high. And so he's like, Oh, that's weird. So he takes his and it's like normal for him. And then 
everyone else in the house took theirs. It was normal for them. And we're like, "Uh oh!" (laughs) and so my mom called like the on-call nurse at the hospital, I guess, and explained the symptoms, explained the meter situation. And the nurse was like, she needs to come in. She might be in DKA. And my mom was like, she's not in DKA. I've seen someone in DKA because my Nana's long-term boyfriend had been in it before. And he was like super sick. She was like, I've seen someone in DKA. She's not in DKA. And the nurse was like, she needs to come in because she's probably in DKA. And so my mom was like, let's just wait until the morning. Like you're fine. Cause I had just flown in and I was like, no, like, let's just get it over with. So we go, they take it there. It was like five something at the hospital and they brought me into a room, which like right away I was like, uh Oh, because there was so many people like in the hallways, not like couldn't get a room and everything like that. And they shoved me in a room real quick. And I was like, that's, that's suspicious. (laughs) And, um, had me like pee in a cup, blah, blah, blah. And then like this guy came in and he was like, he did something to my IVs. Honestly, I don't know. Cause I had brain fog too. That was like another symptom. He was doing something to me and he just like lifted up his sleeve and he had a Dex come on and he's like, you're going to be fine. I've been diabetic for like this many years. And I was like, <laughs> diabetic, <laughs> like, I, what do yeah. you mean? Cause no one had said anything to me yet. So I'm like, yeah. what? Oh my God. and then, wow. um, the doctor ended up coming in and he was like, or I think it was the nurse. She was like, yeah, we're going to have to admit you to the ICU. There's a lot of ketones in your urine, um, blah, blah, blah. And my mom was like, she can't just like take medicine. And the nurse was like, maybe a year ago, but like, no, she needs to go to the ICU and long story. Oh, and then wait, then they get up to the ICU and they put like these compression things on my legs to like help with circulation. Oh wow! But I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) I'm like, I've only seen like old people with these on and like, everyone's treating me so nice. And like, no, I, the ICU wasn't allowing guests and they were letting everyone and anyone come with me. They were, they were like making all these exceptions. And I'm like, Whoa, this is like really weird. Yeah. But they still hadn't like said anything to me, but basically Mm -hmm. long story short, the next morning, like a dietitian came in and she was like, here's how you eat with diabetes. And then the doctor came in and he was like, you're going to need a lot of support. And then they sent me home to graduate college and that was it. So yeah, that's my story. I was oh. 22 at the time. So I was wow. older in life, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's my, wow. so traumatic. <laughs> like they, they don't, I mean, I was 16 and I went to Boston children's and mm-hmm. you would think even then they would like educate you, but they didn't. I was shoved in a room. I was like, what? I literally, like, I was not a nice, I was not nice. I literally mm-hmm. was like kicking the freaking nurse. Like it was so bad. I was like, get away from me. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Like I was like, not, not well. I'm like, cause nobody. Yeah. Same thing. Like, yeah. Uh, they definitely need to be better about educating when you're diagnosed because for sure I got the same thing I thought it was type two I was like well my grandfather has type two so like we just have to work out and eat eat better and they were like no I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sounds about right so do you want to do you want to like how like how did you why did you go to the hospital like what what was your situation so I was 16 I was in high school and I found a lump in my breast 
So I like come from like a lumpy family. That sounds weird, but yeah. So like, like sis are just like very normal in our family, but like I get anxiety about anything. So like, I was like, we're going to the doctors. Like I need to figure this out. So I got an ultrasound, all that. And then um, I was getting, I think I was getting it taken out and I had to get blood work just to make sure like everything was all right to get surgery. And the blood work came back with high blood sugars. So the doctor calls my mom and she's like, oh, Lauren's a type one diabetic. And my mom was like, no. And my mom's texting me while I'm in school. And I'm like, freaked out. She's like, she's like, have you been peeing a lot? Have you been this? Have you been and like, at the time you're like, no, I'm fine. But like, in reality, I was getting sick. Like, yeah, it, it, this was a blessing in disguise, honestly, that this is how I found out. Yeah. So like, I was losing weight, same thing. Like, I was so thirsty. I was going to the bathroom all the time. Like it, everything was hitting me so fast. Like, I just remember being like, I don't know, I'm 16 and I'm just like losing weight. Cool. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. love that. <laughs> and, then, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I got the call from the doctor and, and the ne- that next Monday, which I'm surprised it was that long, like, cause I think it was Friday and then Monday I got rushed to Boston. Like my parents came and picked me up and in our heads, we were just like, oh, it's fine. Like nothing's going to happen. But then when I got there, I was shoved in a small room. There was like eight doctors that came in, like, cause it, it's a, I think it's a learning hospital as well. Boston. Yeah, I think, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. So like you have like eight, whatever people coming in the room and I'm like, um, like what's going on? Like, I don't even know what this is. So they like put you in like the gown and all that and then I'm just like sitting there like what so then someone comes in and she's like yeah so if you want to eat like you're gonna have to take a shot and I was like no I'm not <laughs> I'm just like I'm not eating <laughs> like I'm never gonna eat again so I felt the oh same my God. same <laughs> oh, it was so bad I literally was like get away from me it's so embarrassing like thinking about it now and like where I am I'm like whoa but like I think I was in the hospital for maybe two or three nights because they caught like my blood sugar wasn't that high but it was like high enough that you know like I was caught very early on but like the symptoms were all coming like so then I don't even remember like the I mean I just remember it being horrible so I went up so my room was upstairs and one of the nurses gave me a orange juice and I swear she said if you want this drink it so I just started drinking it and 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 then they they were like no 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 you can't drink that and I was like fuming at this point I'm like I can't drink this why and they were like no no it's only if you don't feel good or if you feel low I'm like what is that like I don't even know what that is because they must have given me insulin to eat dinner then gave me the juice box and we're going down to get dinner so they gave me the juice box just in case. That is traumatizing. Oh my god, it was so. I look at if my you dad want and I'm this. Like, yeah, but she probably said if you're low or if you don't feel good. But like in that, like my head, like I'm, I'm not thinking about anything. I you just handed me a juice box. I'm gonna drink it. I'm like a type one diabetic drinking an orange juice, like newly just sipping on it. Like, hmm. If you want this, drink it. Oh my god, it was so bad. So we go downstairs, like get the food, whatever. Go upstairs. It, it was a lot. I mean, you guys went through it, like you know, every so many hours. They're check coming in to check your blood sugar, and I just like 
yeah I mean it was a long time ago and then I remember my dad because like obviously like your parents have to know how to like administer insulin as well so I remember my dad giving me a shot and I just started because it hurt the way he did it and like mm-hmm. but like I tried to be like brave in that moment like I know they're hurting too watching their child go through this and I just started bawling my eyes out and then he started bawling his eyes out and I just was like this is horrible like Mm -hmm. 360 like I went to the doctors because I had a lump and now I have (laughs) type 1 diabetes like right so then yeah that's basically my diagnosis story I went home and then my brother was actually diagnosed the same week as me so like I was literally on my way home and they called my parents like you need to bring your son in too because he also is type 1 diabetic and they were like what the Oh my god! So yeah, you can, you can. Okay, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Literally, the whole the whole car ride home. I'm like, oh serious? my god! I'm like, don't give it to him. Like, oh god. So your poor <laughs> parents. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Like we like I just remember being in bed and like they had to wake my brother up and then me up and check our blood sugars and oh my god. whole fiasco. And wow. Like, now it's like, whoa! It's been ten years. So I think if I could go back or like give these nurses and doctors advice it would just to be like have a little more compassion when you're oh telling someone God. what this is because they 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 do and they don't some do some don't and like whatever but yeah. like it's like I get you guys deal with this every single day but we have no idea what this is right so totally. but yeah yeah and, and it took me years like I every appointment I went to for like the first five years I'd cry at like I was not good and sometimes yeah. I still get like that, but not as much as I used to, but it's just crazy. Right. Like it does get better. So for people that yeah. are listening and you're just newly diagnosed, you know, it's like, even if you're still, if both of you are still feeling that way, it sucks. It's yeah. hard. And, but over time, I don't know. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Dang. That is like uber traumatic. Yeah. yeah. The juice box thing. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, Okay. If you want like, this, drink it. Then I'm like, what the fuck? I can't drink this juice box. I literally remember being like, so like I can't even eat a Jolly Rancher, and they're like, no, you need insulin for that. I'm like, why? It's like this big, and they're like, because it has sugar in it. I'm like, I don't understand. So, Liv, you were older. So you were even older than I was when I was diagnosed. So, so give me your rundown. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. So mine kind of started in COVID times, which was spooky. Uh, I remember <laughs> yeah. feeling like I had a sore throat the entirety of COVID. And I was like, maybe I have like baby COVID and I just have like a mini sore throat, but I was living in Chicago at the time and ended up like moving to where I currently live now in North Carolina for a visit, basically because Chicago was shut down and here wasn't. Um, so like, that was like when I think I was developing diabetes because I had like the sore throat and I had like the, the thirst and everything. And then I ended up moving here full-time a few months later. So in October and I got a new doctor and decided to have a checkup around December of 2020 and like had blood work that came back with high blood sugar. And I, the only symptom I had was the thirst and I was, I've just always drank a lot of water as like, you know, I just like water as a human. Right. (laughs) So yeah, I was like peeing a lot and drinking a lot and they're like, you have high blood sugar, but this doctor straight up said like, 
but it's probably wrong. So let's like wait three months and get another test done. And I was like, okay. He was like, you probably just like have been eating a lot of carbs and had high blood sugar from that because you can't get type one if you're an adult. Like, oh, huge misconception. I know. A doctor though. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. Because that's like all I thought and knew and thinking about Nick Jonas. And that's like my knowledge base. Yeah. So three months later, I booked another appointment but I booked it back home in Chicago because I was like I'm gonna get a different doctor's opinion on this because this guy seems like he doesn't maybe know what he's talking about so um I did that and it came back like high blood sugar again but like during the time in between I was losing weight but I was also being very conscious because I was like if this is diabetes I'm gonna make sure like my blood sugar doesn't go to a scary point so I was like kind of learning about it on the way um, to that date. And like, um, I wasn't eating very much. So I was losing weight. And I was like, this makes sense, though. I wasn't eating as much as I would before of like carbs. But anyway, turns out I had type one, um, called back to the old doctor for a prescription for insulin. And he said, no, because I have type two diabetes. He's like, no, 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 no. You have type two. If you could see my face right now, I'm like, what a doctor. This guy, horrible. Like we were on the phone, like trying to get, it was me and my boyfriend at the time, fiance now, but he, he was like talking to the guy and he's like, we just need your, like, we need insulin and we need you to refer us to an endocrinologist. And he was like, I'm not doing that. Like blah, blah, blah. He was very adamant about not helping. And he ended up calling Matt an idiot and then hanging up. Um, so I totally agree on like maybe some more compassion. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god. Oh um, my god. He called him an idiot. Yeah. Can he be like, like fired for that? We're pretty sure she's type one. And the guy was like not having it. He's I don't know. He was wow. Bad. Wow. Wow. So, okay, that's horrid. So I love how all of us actually have horrid diagnosis stories. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I'm sure there's <laughs> worse ones, though. but still there's yeah, no, that's crazy. I'm just glad that both of y'all caught it before anything super bad happened. Cause yeah, I just ignored, you. ignored, ignored, ignored. Yeah. And I'm just so glad that I went when I did. Cause like, not to be dark, but like, I don't know how much longer I would have had right. in DKA, yeah. you know, like, it's just mm-hmm. crazy, but it's also cool how like your body can just snap back. Like you yeah. get, get whatever treatments you need in your life. And then like you snap back. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so kind of going off of that I was adjusting to life right after because it's so different for everyone depending on stage of life just like everything and like Lauren I'm interested for you because you were like in high school yeah yes so for me like I was in college technically but like it was online and I like was already I already walked to graduation I just had like a couple credits to finish I was already technically out of school I was living like on my own. And so I feel like I was lucky because like also with my job, like I work from home and have Mm -hmm. a lot of like, I can decide when I do what. And so because of that, I was able to like, really just like spend time learning about what type of diabetes is. And like, I, I was able to, you know, make all my own meals in the beginning when I felt like that's what I needed to do. And like, I was almost always home for like, the highs and the lows where 
I didn't know what I would do in public yet and things like that. I was able to like, really like get a handle of it. So like, how was it for you guys? Because I don't know, like, especially Lauren with you being younger in school, like, what was it Mm -hmm. like adjusting? It was pretty hard because I mean, like you go from being a normal kid to having to go to the nurse's office, like every single time before lunch, like, and I didn't have a CGM or a pump or anything. Like I was on the meter and then insulin syringes because, well, they had pumps, but I don't know about CGMs back then. I was up, like, I was against anything and everything put on my body. Mm -hmm. So I have no idea, but, um, it was hard. I just remember like, I definitely was in a dark place and I actually, I got diagnosed and like, we kind of have like a very similar story. I was just a very like hard time in my life and just having to do all of that in public and out and just like trying to like it's kind of crazy looking back because I'm like wow I actually handled it pretty well you know and I was also in health assisting in high school so that was kind of a huge benefit because my classmates like got to learn more about diabetes and just and I educated them on it too and like they knew how to do stuff or like when I was feeling off or whatever my teacher was very understanding and like even all my um like normal teachers, like during like classes, they were good too, but it was just hard. It was hard. I left school a lot. I would like use the diabetes card a lot. (laughs) Like I went on a field trip one time and my teacher was like, you can't do that. Like out here, you need to go to the bathroom. (gasps) And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not going to go to the bathroom where it's wicked unsanitary. Why can't I just do this right here? And she's like, it's really like unprofessional or something. And I was like, screw off. Professional. I'm going to scrub my blood in your face. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't a job. This is school. I know. And which I honestly think that was one of my health assisting teachers. And we were doing like going to like a nursing home or something. And I was like, I'm not going to the bathroom to check my blood sugar when half them like have diabetes in here. Like, my God, it's not like contagious through blood. Like no one can catch it. it. Like if you don't want to look at it, then look away. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. I I went to high school with a boy with type one diabetes and he didn't have, and as far as I know, he didn't have anything. And I remember seeing him prick his finger and stuff. So I don't think he did, but I'm looking back on it and I'm like, props to you. Like I had no idea how much he was going through. Like he just never, it was never a scene, like nothing. I had no idea all it was. And I like spent four years of high school with him. Like it's just so crazy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I had like a box, like a huge box of like, it was like Lauren's diabetes stuff. Like I would go to the nurse's office every day. Like it's so weird looking back and being like, holy crap. Like I did that every day in high school. Yeah. That's insane. You like lose, you lose autonomy. Like you can't just like go about school like everyone else. Like you have to like, yeah. Why couldn't you like have things at your desk? Like, why was it at the nurse? I'm just curious. That's what I'm, that's what I'm confused about too, because I'm like, did I not have, so I think I had stuff in my bag, but also in the nurses, but I had to go to the nurses. Maybe it was like when I was first diagnosed, because I don't remember going to the nurses at all senior year. Okay. So like, I, okay. I was diagnosed sophomore year and then I'm pretty sure it was just like the beginning, like making sure I'm okay, checking my blood sugar. This is what's for lunch today. And all that it's so crazy like I remember like my mom writing on like little snack bags like this is how many grams of carbs are in this and that and that like just so like I could count it all then go eat like oh that's so cute (laughs) I know I was such a little baby (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that makes me sad. Liv, how is it for you adjusting? Cause you were older. So I'm like, cause for me, I feel like I had it easier than Lauren with the adjustment. So like, how do you think you, where do you fall? I certainly had it easier than Lauren, but although I'm older and got it older, I probably was the biggest baby out of the three of us because I, I mean, I'm sure you guys felt the same, or I know a lot of people feel the same. My fear of needles was intense. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. right off the bat, I was like, I'm not going to eat. Like there will be no shots ever. Mm -hmm. Um, But of course I had them. Um, I remember like when I got the diagnosis in Chicago, for sure that I was type one, the doctor at the time was like, you need to get insulin tonight. And then, cause I was flying back to North Carolina the next day. He was like, you might die on that flight without it. And I'm like, I, I know. I was like, holy shit. What? Doctor. Meme. Like yeah. I've 27 years without dying, you know, because of whatever this is. So I'm going to be fine. But he was like, no, like legit. And he was right because my blood sugar was like in the like 300s, 400s. So I needed to, I needed to take it, but I was really scared. And so my first like month I had um, injections and then I started Omnipod really quickly after that. So I only had one month, but Matt and my dad, like anyone who was around, like those are the people who did my shots for me. I, yeah in my life have done like less than 20 myself because yeah. I'm so scared um, yeah. I now, but now I have a pump. So yeah. I was just like really freaked out, but I will say like I was working remote. So that was super easy. Like if I have a low, I've got my juice box next to me, yeah. and, you know, I can just cut out of a meeting or whatever. So it was super easy. I definitely like isolated for a while too. Um, yeah. Just like not go out in public and not experience the frustration, yeah. the awkwardness, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, it was tough. Yeah. At first, but It's definitely yeah. a lot for everyone, anyone, you know, it's really yeah. just a lot. I feel yeah. the needle thing and I had a yeah. phobia of blood. I couldn't do oh, God. blood. The very first time I pricked my finger that time at my parents' house, I was like, I can't look, I can't look the tiniest drop of blood. I wanted to like faint. And then I remember the first time I did a shot, I was in the hospital. And legitimately, I went to do it. I brought it down to my leg and it like bounced off because my body like didn't let me like put the needle in. Yeah. Oh my God. That's the worst. You're like, and then you start. It was like, (laughs) so that was, yeah, I feel you there. Um, Yeah. Okay. So what is something that you guys wish you could tell your like early diagnosed self? Because so for me, I'm still so early. I'm six months in now, which I can't believe it's already been six months, but also it feels like a lifetime. But like, I genuinely thought my life was over. Like I was like, I, everything I ever knew, forget about it. Like Mm -hmm. my life's over. So if I could go back, I would just be like, you're literally fine. No, you're not going to die. Like you're Mm -hmm. chilling. You have a whole life ahead of you. And like, yeah, it's literally fine. You just have to take insulin. Like you're chilling. Yeah. Like extreme anxiety. Maybe it would be for me, like this is just to my personal self. I would say start therapy sooner than you did. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but it really, I really also thought like I my life was over. I was also embarrassed at times. Yeah. yeah. Um, which for I'm sure. not at all. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like the the doctors like and just everybody 
okay, here's my, I have like a hot take about diabetes. So like, obviously like you, like there's so many scary statistics about diabetes, like, oh, this could happen. That can happen, blah, blah, blah. But I am so curious how the statistics are going to look in five, 10 years with all the technology nowadays. Like, I I just feel like all these things, they're like, oh, this happens. That happens. Like, of course that happens. But like, it's not going to be like it has been forever because technology keeps getting better and better and better. Like, yeah we are not going to be in the same situation as people who are 40 that have had it their whole life or 60. Like it's not the same game anymore. And like, it's, it's frustrating because it's like, I'm doing all these things. And like, I feel like I'm managing my blood sugar really well. And like, I have a good A1C and all this stuff, but then I'm like, I have all these things thrown at me. Like, well, this is still going to happen. Like you're still going to be blind. It's like, are we sure we're not basing these things off like old statistics? Like, I just feel like it's like everything, everyone and people's opinions about diabetes is just outdated. It is. And we need like, we need an update. (laughs) We we do because so much has changed over the years. I mean, even from when I was diagnosed and like, I still feel like I'm like a newer diagnosed because I wasn't born with it. So like hearing about like, you know, children that have it and just like, it's crazy. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree though. And like, even like the babies that are, yeah. getting like that are getting diagnosed they're on omnipod at like 18 months old yeah like yeah that's like that amazing is so helpful yeah CDM, yeah i'm so helpful like i have a question and i don't even know if i know my answer for this but like let me know if you guys do do you guys have any like funny or awkward or just like prominent diabetes related stories you can share like anything yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so a long time ago and I yeah I was still on needles um I was at the movies with my there's like two movie incidents I don't know why the movies have always been like I don't know but so I I like walked away and I like put my leg up on the freaking counter and I was like and everyone they're like like my friend goes I literally was like asking you what kind of popcorn or whatever you wanted and I turned around you're over here like sticking your leg anyways there was that and then there was um I went to the movies and I was ordering a slushie and I was like, what size slushies do you have? And he goes, diabetes one or diabetes two. And I look at him and I go, you better be careful what you say to people. Cause you have, I, 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 yeah, I was like, I was like, I have type one diabetes, but I'll take the second one. Like, I literally was like, you need to be careful what you say to people. Cause that, and I was like newly diagnosed. So that pissed me off. And the way he looked at me, he was like, I'm you like, know he's still yeah. thinking about that to this day <laughs> for sure like, I probably have more stories but that definitely sticks to me <laughs> my diabetes one I was like, I'm 17, like I'll take I'm diabetes like, two actually thanks yeah. I'm like I'll take the second one thank you very much I'm like, I and I have the first put a cherry on top please <laughs> literally okay Liv oh, do you have any yeah, I do. My like story that I've told before that really is just the funniest thing is that like I needed cough drops. I had a sore throat like a a very short time after diagnosis. So I was like, I'll go get um sugar-free cough drops. Do you guys like know what happens when you no. eat? So if you eat anything that's like sugar-free, I think there's like even candy, like gummy bears, sugar-free stuff, like it creates like gas and like uncontrollable gas basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Okay. So like I ate 
probably like 12 of the cough drops. Did I just <laughs> eat cough drops like candy? I've always done that. Yeah. Um, and you're only supposed to have three per day. And I had like 12 <laughs> in like an hour. I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Don't eat them guys. Like steer clear. Have the regular sugar. Cause then that night I was like on the toilet, close off, you know, like when you take off. <laughs> <energy. laughs> <laughs> so not only does your throat hurt but now you're literally shitting your brain I, the sore throat was like the last thing I cared about at this point I was like trying to <laughs> like my ass on the toilet and like my mouth at the toilet because I was like drinking and shitting and then <laughs> I thought I had to go to the hospital but I ended oh up oh my god yeah, because then you have to worry about your blood sugar. You can't keep anything down at that point. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, noted. Don't have sugar-free cough drops. Got it. Because no. you're going to wow. shit your brain, though. That is so I was, funny. Like, filled with gas, like a big belly of gas. I've so never much. heard that. Shut That's up. so funny. That Stop. makes kind of a lot of sense, though, why certain things make me feel that way. Yeah. Like, careful I have a lot of sugar-free stuff and I I like think I'm chilling okay wait I just thought of my um one of my stories yes so this was recent and I was coming back from a concert and I was drunk out of my mind (laughs) I think it's I think it's insulin like I think insulin makes me more sensitive to alcohol yeah All, all of a sudden I've always been a lightweight but all of a sudden I get sloshed no matter what I drink I'm out I'm a goner like gone nearly blackout every single time yes and so I was in the uber back and one of my friends said something about like oh like she I think I was like eating honey or something and she was like oh yeah she's like a she's a diabetic she's type 1 diabetic and the uber driver starts being like oh well then you better be good you better not eat sugar all this stuff, like just being super stereotypical, like whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah. well, first of all, he's also calling it blood pressure. He keeps being like, oh, oh yeah, like my family has high blood pressure and like they, they had this happen, this happened, whatever, how people always do. And so me yeah. drunk out of my mind, I'm like, you fucking loser. You're so <laughs> fucking stupid. I start cussing him out. I'm like, it's that's not even how it fucking works. I have to think about like, I'm cussing him out. And like, that's not how I am. Like normally I just be like, no okay and then cry about it oh my god I can't but even I'm imagine like, where you're drinking I'm like, vodka fuck you no fucking tequila I, which tequila. like makes me cry I, I'm just cursing I'm him out so bad and my friends they're like okay okay like we get to the place and they're like pushing me out they're like okay you're done you're done because I'm like yeah. fuck you you get the worst uber review ever <laughs> so literally he's like this girl's a diabetic and she was cussing me out oh okay. my god this That's is great. like this is different than I feel like, like, I feel like this question won't get brought up when talking about life with diabetes, but can you guys tell me like some positive things that diabetes has like brought to your life? Like, is there anything that some like has caused change in your life that brought positives or anything like that? Like a positive with having diabetes that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm more like health conscious, like with just like treating my body better like I'm not perfect I literally had ramen like I eat McDonald's like you know we I still have I enjoy my life but like but I just feel like if I didn't have diabetes I wouldn't take care of myself like I do like I wouldn't work out as much I wouldn't because also I started working out 
because I just like read so much about how much helps your blood sugars and all that. Like I would have never done that in high school. I, I didn't even play sports growing up. So I never was athletic. So, and then once I started working out, I realized how much like it affected my mental health in a positive way. And like, I'm definitely, it's like, I'm not grateful for diabetes, but like, if I didn't yeah. have it, I definitely wouldn't be, you know, health conscious, right. like, you know, of course. And then even with like social media and like how far I've come and all, like all of that, like none of this would have ever happened. We wouldn't be talking right now, you know? So right. I try to like, think of it in a positive light like that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I totally agree. Liv, do you have any? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, I agree with Laura, but I feel like it's given, okay, one, I was like a very healthy person, like never had an like serious issue health-wise. So I feel like it's given me perspective on people who do have like health issues. Like um, my family has autoimmune disease, like in like part of my dad's side. And mm-hmm. I feel like more empathetic toward people who struggle with disease because I feel like before I didn't really acknowledge it for how like life-changing it can be for some people and I feel like yeah. a lot more pathetic um yeah and okay I also feel like it's kind of taught me to to really evaluate how bad things are like mm-hmm. for example like diabetes I thought was going to end everything in my life and it actually like is completely fine now although it's yeah. like I'm, yeah. I'm okay so when like a bad thing happens, I feel a little bit more like capable of getting through it. Yes. Yes. 100%. I agree. Yeah. I always tell myself, I'm like, I've been through hell. And like when right. crap, when shit hits the fan, I'm like, if I made it through that, I know I'm going to make it through this. Yes. Yes. Like, and for me, like I was always very like, if something went wrong, like this was before diabetes, like say like my plans were to leave by three and I wasn't able to leave till like three 30. I'd be like, Oh my God. Like I'd be like freaked out about things like that. And I feel like it made me like more of a problem solver. And so like, if something mm-hmm. goes wrong or it doesn't go to plan, which is like life with diabetes, yeah, like I am able to just be like, okay, find the solution. And it's like second nature yeah. now when yeah. like before anything went wrong and I was like this wasn't the plan because I'm so type a I'm like this was not the plan yeah, not you are <laughs> yeah I love it though like when we met and you were like we're gonna you're so good you're like we're gonna time like we're gonna pre-bullets and we're gonna time 15 minutes I'm like this is so good and then I made a YouTube and I was like I'm gonna learn from Liv I mean from Soph and I'm gonna do that I'm gonna oh, try and time it <laughs> it's so hard but you're so good it is hard but yeah like I just I feel like I'm just like I it's not even just with diabetes like now just in my life I'm so much more of a critical thinker and like problem solver like things happen and I'm just like relax like there's a solution not okay not pictured my anxiety being like crazy but like that's another story but I also just feel like it's like having diabetes has made me advocate for myself a lot more because I was the type of person that like say I was like with a group of people okay so for example I was like vegan for a while like when I was a little bit younger like 19 20 and like there'd be times when like I'd be with friends they'd be like oh let's go to this restaurant and I'm looking at the menu and I'm like this is like beef pork like I can't eat anything on this menu but I'd be like okay yeah yeah, let's go and I'd eat like a garden salad that's like the size of my left toe yeah and like I would just like deal with it but nowadays I'm like I just have learned to advocate for myself. Like, yeah, I'm able to say like, Hey, do you mind if we like, 
if there's somewhere I'm going where I need something else or I need like an extra whatever, I'm like, hey, like I just gotta stop here real quick. I gotta do this real quick. Like I don't yeah like give people an option to say no. I'm just kinda like, hey, I'm gonna do this real quick. Or like we gotta do yeah. this real quick. And like have just learned to advocate for myself yeah. and like I love that. put my foot down and stand yeah. up for me. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I still struggle in that way sometimes, but like, that's really good. Um, I need to say, yeah, we all have our moments, but I just also think like who you have surrounded, like around you is a huge thing. Like if you have people in your life that make you feel like you're a burden, bye. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Like hundred percent. Yeah. Like your relationships, like anything. And like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know if you guys have ever been like around people that you just like know that it sort of bothers them or like I don't know yeah. like you can yeah when people don't support you it's the worst like I am always up for educating people and telling mm-hmm. them what everything is but like if you're that closed-minded I don't know because I feel like some people are like oh it's just so much work it's all this and it's like you're not the one dealing with it right? oh my god and we're fine yes. we're fine we're gonna make it through we can still do whatever you're doing it's just gonna take us a little bit longer but we'll be there yes. <laughs> like no you know what grinds my gears at tsa all the time when i because i don't like to send my stuff through i choose to like get it hand checked yeah. um like my my omnipod and my dexcom stuff and i like i have i always put it in two plastic bags super easy yeah. like super convenient for them take it out yeah. almost every time they're like that's a lot i'm like yeah imagine how I feel (laughs) I can't believe they say that to you all the time so like at first it would really bother me like I'd cry I'm going through TSA like almost every time but lately like they're like that's a lot I'm like I know right yeah (laughs) now I gotta go goodbye and you're here I cried last (laughs) time at TSA because of diabetes too it's it's a valid thing to do yes it is oh my god have I told you guys the story of like when I like had a panic attack at TSA I think you told me, but oh, in person you told me. Okay, I'll like give a summary. Basically, I had a layover. This layover was at JFK or was it JFK? Yeah, I think it was JFK. I forget. Doesn't matter. But basically, so like when you get off your your first flight, apparently there's a train you can take to like quickly get to gates. But the only oh. signs that I was seeing was like leaving the terminal and then you had to go back through security, which I was like, what? That makes no sense, but that's the only signs I was seeing. So I go out and I go, have to go back through security. Like I already was on one flight. That was my fault. I met, like mixed it up, but regardless, I was like in the security line, but I had like no time because like my flight was about to leave. It was a short le- layover. And so I'm doing the whole diabetes thing, like taking the stuff out. And the guy's like, uh, we can't hand check all this. And I'm like, you have to. And he's like, we can't, we're not going to. I'm like, you have to. Oh and God. this was like the second time I went through TSA, like ever. And it was like oh two God. months after diagnosis. So like super new. And so then they call somebody else over and he's like, okay, what's the problem? And I'm like starting to cry now. Cause I'm like about to miss my flight, which scares me. Cause I'm like, I'm so new. I'm like, what if I don't have this? What if like, I'm like yeah. not prepared to have like a stop, whatever. Right. And yeah. so they call someone else over and he's like, what's the problem? And I'm like, they won't let me take my stuff through. It like it can't go through. It needs to be hand checked. And he's like, it can be hand checked. And I'm like, or no, sorry. He's like, it can go through the X-ray. And I'm like, I don't want it through the X-ray. I don't want it through the X-ray. I want it hand checked. And he's like, yeah. I'm a type one diabetic. I wear the Omnipod. I wear the Dexcom. It can go through. And so, like, we went back and forth. I'm falling, and I, at one point, I'm just like, okay, send it through. So yeah. they send it through, and they have me 
weight because I wanted to be like I wanted a pat down I wanted to opt out and so I'm falling Mm. I have a mask on and I'm like hyperventilating it's like getting sucked into my face and they have you stand like by everyone else so I'm like like free like everyone's like what's up with this chick yeah everyone is like (laughs) and then oh this was cute though this this one like mom and daughter were like are you okay? Like, do you need anything? They were really sweet, but everyone was like, what the fuck? And so then whatever we get through and the person I was traveling with ended up telling me, they were like, he wasn't even wearing an Omnipod. He fully had a different pump on. So he just like lied straight to my face. Yeah. So he was a diabetic, but he was not wearing an Omnipod, did not know what the Omnipods need or whatever. And they were just, oh, and then like, People, I know a lot of people, I think, Laura, you said you do too. Like you send your stuff through and never have issues. Well, I had issues with mine, mine straight up. When I had to change my Dexcom at home, like where I was, I, two or three of them failed. Wait, I did have issues. Yeah. In ways that I don't normally fail. Yeah. And so I was like, wow. So it was like this whole big thing. I like filed a claim. (laughs) Don't do it. My suggestion. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I had to like file a claim. I went through like TSA. They like had to send me screenshots of like the security cameras, like verifying where I was oh in the God. photo, all this stuff. I don't even think wow. anything ever happened, but. Did you get new replacements though easily or? From Dexcom, yeah, but like Good. TSA did but nothing. Still. I guess we can end off with any like advice or words of wisdom for newly diagnosed people. Like anything that you or someone had told you or anything like that for anyone that's new to the diabetes world. I feel like we're all going to have like the same kind of thing. Yeah, like, I feel like too. You're, like you're going to be okay. Like, yeah, I promise you, you're going to have even, doesn't matter months, years, like however far along you are in your diagnosis, you're going to have shitty days, but then you're going to have really good days and you're just, you're going to be okay. And I always say it, but I'm like, you're literally doing the best that you can. And that's it. Like, yeah, that's it. Even on a day yeah. where everything, like literally my pod stopped working today. This stopped working. <laughs> my blood sugar sucked last night, but now I'm like, I'm fine right now though. Like I'm alive. Yeah. I'm here. I'm grateful, you know, so Love. you're going to be okay. Love. We also have matching Dexcoms right now. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm in the same thighs. spot. Yes. Liv, is, your, is yours on oh, your Oh yeah, thigh? mine too. <laughs> Wait, I'm wearing jeans, but <laughs> Wait, I have to change my pants. Um, oh. wait, guys, question, does your, whenever I put it on my thigh or not every time, but like the past few times it like is hitting a nerve or something. I was like walking in the mall today and I was like, ah, oh, like actually had to like make a noise out yeah. loud. Cause it like shot as the thigh expert, because I've literally only done my thigh and my arm yeah. one time. Like you got to put it on the juice. You need it on the okay. juice. Like, okay. I don't do the side one that Laura does. I know. Okay. I, I get scared muscle. to do the front. I know. The it's front so is the fat in my, my life. You're right, though. Dang. Yeah. I have mine, it's like, right where the muscle is. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Mm-mm. Mine might be, actually. Put it on the <laughs> juice, the meat. Yeah, the Put top it on part. the juice. The juice. <laughs> <laughs> okay do we have any other words of wisdom Laura took like the best ones as usual she's got the best answers um I feel like thank you you like you can eat anything like actually that's like something that I'm like still accepting but like you literally fully can because like 
mm-hmm. a, like a salad so like my blood sugar today like a salad yeah. like a salad green lettuce. like yes there's no point in like of course like but same with everyone like everyone in the world in yeah. moderation like don't go eating yes. ice cream breakfast lunch and dinner yeah. but like there's no reason to it. not eat it yeah because yeah. like a salad can spike your blood sugar more yeah. than a donut like for yeah. some reason donuts don't spike my blood sugar mystery don't yeah know why. isn't that so weird it's why? so it's weird different. like how it's different for everybody like my smoothies in the morning everyone's like how do you dose for that I'm like guys I literally don't understand like but then I eat pasta or pizza and I'm like obviously because it's like fat and like mm-hmm. all those carbs or whatever but I'm like I don't understand like I I yeah. don't know like everyone's body is different and that's another thing too like I mean you've probably seen this quote everywhere like you we could do the same workouts eat the same everything we're gonna have two totally different outcomes and that's the same thing with diabetes or any disease like we are all different beings and like yeah that's that okay like choose to not care when things get really anxiety and yes inducing like there's gonna be the for me like with the pond there's gonna be noises and like Mm -hmm. there's gonna be bad blood sugar I'm just trying to like choose to like not yeah take care of it do the yeah. thing you can do but yeah. like don't let it like ruin yeah. your day yeah yes. you've helped me with that a ton like even I was so scared about like going out like what the hell am I gonna do like yes because I want to call my friend but like it's it's like amazing because I get so uptight and like guys one time I I texted them and I was like, what do y'all do when you go out? Like, do you bring your whole ass like diabetes kit? Like, cause that's like, no, I'm not doing that. And yeah. guys, we're not doctors. So like, don't take our advice, but like, just listen to what we're saying. Like yeah. they were just kind of like, I just bring like sugar. Yeah. And I was and like, my PDM and, my yeah, and yeah. yeah. And I was like, what they don't like obviously (laughs) yeah like obviously if we're like hours away from home but if we're only going like even just like even a concert like yeah you should have extra stuff but like I'm not carrying that much stuff into a concert like you can't even have big bags you know I know again not doctor horrible advice but like sometimes you just have like it's it's so much sometimes you just have to be like fuck it like yeah give your friends some sugar yeah everybody <laughs> take go. a packet I might need this yeah. later right with yeah. the PDM or whatever I mean if you're on syringes you know get a little bag and put it in there like you don't yes. need it but yeah exactly do what do what you do you know yeah. this is what we do <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure like if if you let it having diabetes will mentally eat you alive yeah like it will eat you alive and so you yeah. have to actively just be like it's fine I'm yeah. fine yeah. And like, if you need to cry, like, that's okay, too. I cried the other day. But now I'm like, why was I even crying? Like, I don't even like being upset about it. Because right. I'm like, it's not going to go away. Just like, but it's, right. you know, I, that's just my own mental, whatever. Right. But yeah. Yeah. We're all good. Maybe, maybe there'll be a cure one day. Maybe. maybe. In our yeah. lifetime, hopefully. Thinking on that. Come on, yeah. guys. <laughs> yes. Whoever <Yeah>. you- <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, you guys, well, that is everything that I have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I know this was like different than what I normally post, but I also feel like it would be like educational and also just like fun to hear. Uh, But if you guys enjoyed, again, make sure you check out the description of this podcast because I will have all my social media as well as Lauren and Liv's social media so that you guys can check them out and follow them. But Again, really hope you guys enjoyed. I love you all so much. And I will talk to you so super soon in the next episode. Bye.